everybody. Welcome to the Rewind, the weekly wrestling show where myself and uh, RN here run down the latest news, gossip, uh, current happenings in the pro wrestling world. Uh, my name is Kyle Tyson. And I am RN, a.k.a. Mr. 8984, Mr. Uh, ran it all day. Uh, and I just, you know what I'm saying, definitely had to get on here to show for this, uh, the company drip. Got the MJB. MJB. Baseball jersey. Had to get them off for Route 4 Kennel. Look at all this gear you got. Oh, yeah. Merch style. Let's go. Let's go, man. Welcome to the Rewind, everybody. <laughs> Holy God. RN, I got to tell you, man, um, less than 24 hours after our last show that we did together, got insanely sick. Like I was yeah. on my deathbed, it felt like, for like three, four <laughs> days, man. I had lost my voice. Yeah, I'm glad we did our stuff on Sunday because Monday would not have worked. Had we done that, oh man! Well, everybody's at my house has been sick since Friday, so yeah, I'm ready for this, man. I, my my immune system come April, my immune system is going to be superhuman. I am telling you, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a superpower. How 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 good my immune it's system is! Man, ever since they've been back in school, man, it's everything. Everything that happens in school, they bring back every single time. Everything, God damn, man, everything. And like a dumbass, I'll watch my kid be sick for four days, and I'm sitting there like. Oh man, I can't believe I haven't gotten sick. Looks like same, I lucked out. And same, literally same fucking thing all weekend. Every the whole house has been shooting out of both ends. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I made it through. I'm good. I, I got through morning, it. Wake up this morning, literally been hugging the toilet or sitting on the toilet literally all fucking day, all fucking day. Jeez, man. Hey, really quick, I want to wish um, our listeners a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. This, of course, is the last show that we're going to do before Christmas. Yep. So I hope you guys have wonderful holidays. Um, RN, we're going to keep doing some content, right? We're not going to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we shoot like once a week anyways. So it's it's not too big a deal. We're not going to take that much time off. Um, I was going to say, actually, I'm off Thursday. So like, if you want to do something, maybe Wednesday after uh, Dynamite or something. Maybe we'll finally game or something. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, um, uh, uh, the Matrix comes out Wednesday. Maybe you and I, we can watch The Matrix and review it. Hell yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we'll do a little movie review. Speaking of movie review, just got back from Spider-Man. Did you check out ah, Spider-Man? That was part of my plan. Like, we, because, like, every year, my, my niece's birthday is December 12th. And so, like, every year, me and my girlfriend, we pick her up, we go out to eat, we go to a movie, we do something. But everybody was wrecked. So we literally didn't do shit. So I didn't get to see Spider-Man. So that's on my agenda tomorrow. I got you. All right, so I'm not going to spoil anything because the only thing I'll talk about is in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling nothing. Right. I'll say Dr. Octavius steals the show. Oh, yeah. I already knew that was coming. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he, uh, Dr. Octavius, awesome. Fantastic uh, in the movie. He stole the show in, the, in Spider-Man 2, honestly. Yeah. So, right there. That's that's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil it for anyone else watching. And That's not a spoiler. Sorry. If, if, sorry. If you haven't seen the trailers yet, there's only like five right. of them out, okay? <laughs> um. No, it was, it was really good, man. It was emotional. And, and uh, like a lot of other people that they say, it's two and a half hours, did not feel it. Like, right. flew by, man. Flew by. Can't wait. I'm so fucking pumped. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, we checked that out, man. Uh, what else What else has happened this week outside of wrestling? Uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul fought Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, Tyrone got starched. Um, Yikes. Yeah, look, hey, look, I got a clip for this. Anybody watching the video, here's, here's a clip. Of uh, Tyrone Woodley getting starched by Jake Paul here, and I don't want to hate on the dude. Oh. He's fighting nobody, but I mean he's still knocking dudes out. 
I was watching this thing on Reddit. They were saying that was fixed. That if you look at it right before he hits him, Jake Paul like twists his wrist. And then he, it looks like Woodley doesn't see him the first time he does it. So he does it again. And then uh, that's when he punches him and knocks him out. It is, it is a little weird, but I'm not going to lie. I've watched that replay from multiple angles. Like, that's concussive. Like, he, he nails Oh, he blasted shot. him. He yeah, no, blasted I, 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 him like the sweat the that fuck. flew off Tyrone's head. Right. Watch, it, watch it one more time. Watch it one more time. Boom! Yeah. Oh, no. That ain't, that ain't fair. I think, I think uh, Dana White needs to take him up on those challenges. You put somebody in there. That can really throw them hands. Yeah, but hey, dude, Derek Lewis, man, he just knocked out that other guy, that cop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> dude, did you see Derek Lewis? He was talking about um, this is for Rodney King. <laughs> Bro, every time his, his post <laughs> post fights are always the best. The, and he the motherfucker's name is the Big Black Beast, bro. That's he said, he's like, he said, man, I'll, he said, uh, what do you say? He's like, when do you get the opportunity to beat up a cop? Because that's <laughs> that was the guy is is that he fought is he's been part-time fighter, part-time police officer, and he had mm. just retired from the police force. I got that ass whooped. Got that ass whooped so bad. Oh, man. Uh, Derek Lewis is no joke, though. Yeah. He's no joke. Anytime you don't even have, like, a good nickname, you're just like, I'm a big black beast, you know you ain't fucking around. God, dude. No, I love Derek Lewis to death. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so tonight's show, let's go a little bit over what we're going to be talking about. Uh, on tonight's show, we got an update on the Kevin Owens um, contract signing about re-signing with uh, WWE. I can't remember if that's happened by the last time we recorded or not. Um, I don't but, think. I think it was. I think that was just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Okay. So maybe. Yeah. So definitely. Um, uh, like a lot of other people, uh, ate my words <laughs> that that he was uh, going to AW. Uh, me and RN's gonna give quick reactions to Winter Is Coming that just took place. Uh, we'll speculate on uh, uh, Tony Khan's um, discussing about how we should watch the next four weeks of Dynamite, that there's just going to be some debuts, and we'll speculate who we think is going to be debuting. Um, then, of course, we always have the match of the week, promo of the week, clip of the week. Um, yeah, and then I'll, and we'll cover – I, I want to quickly cover – first thing we'll dive into is uh, the pinned tweet because – for you guys, uh, I, this is on me. We forgot to cover the last pin tweet that we did, which was uh, <laughs> the four pillars of WWE. I went ahead and made a video completely dedicated to that. It's up on YouTube right now. If you get a chance to go watch it, it's only about 15 minutes long. Um, I thought I did okay with it. It was it was, it was was fun to shoot, man. Um, so, yeah, go check that on YouTube. But we won't make that mistake on this one. I'm actually going to pull it up right now. This week, uh, it's a little bit more easier, less controversial. Um, right. Actually, it's not even controversial at all. I just asked with uh, WWE's Hall of Fame around the corner, who do we think should be inducted? And it does not have to be for the first time. We could, this You could be inducted a second time, maybe a third time due to a tag team, a faction. Just who do you think should be inducted this year? Um, and so, yeah, I got, a, I got a lot of people's reactions. This was pretty good. Um, RN, before I start reading our viewers' uh, reactions, any people come to mind who you think should be? Uh, no, because I honestly don't know the, the like, prerequisites. I got enough for, like, the football and everything. It's, like, five years after you retire and all that. Like, I never really – I never really even think there about There is the no guidelines. Um, there's no guidelines, dude. You – it's it's just you were in WWE at some point and are you available? 
No, I, I honestly didn't even really think. I never even put much thought into it, honestly. Oh, just come to mind. Anybody come to mind? Anybody? Everybody that I was thinking of, I think they're already in. I was thinking, like, probably Kane for sure. Yeah, he he's was, he was I just put it in. As I said, he's been popping up on shit lately. And I was going to say Jeff Hardy, honestly. Jeff and Matt Hardy, but oh, until all this shit yeah. happened. First ballots. Right. Yeah. What do you need? I mean, look, you're going to open the door. You're going to open the door. All right, she left. Damn it. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> my wife asked if we were recording. Um, okay, yeah, so I'll go through some of these answers, man. Um, got actually a surprising amount of people said Shockmaster. I don't know if they're being funny or if just because his clip is so legendary uh, at this point, why not in- induct him? Uh, right. a, a big name that I saw, uh, and it was at uh, the Grewery, said... Um, he had a couple good names. He said William Regal, completely agree. Arn Anderson, um, Miss Elizabeth, Undertaker, obviously, um, The Rock, uh, Haku. But the big name that stuck out to me that I couldn't believe wasn't already in was Cindy Lauper. Really? There's a whole celebrity wing. Cindy Lauper, like ar- arguably the biggest celebrity to take place in WWE do, for do the we know first that's WrestleMania. Do we know that that's a fact? Uh, let's, let's do a quick Google search. Is... There's uh, no way in hell she's not in. That's what I'm. That's that's exactly what I said. I was like, "There's no way." And uh, this person on the internet told Isn't me, he's like, no, Pete Rose in? In. Uh, in WWE Hall of Fame. Is Cindy Lauper in the WWE Hall of Fame? Common Google search. Um. <laughs> so as of May 17th, an article was put out. Uh. Says that Cindy Lauper is a rare celebrity who belongs in WWE Hall of Fame as of May 17th. No, she's not in. I wonder what her political views is. And I don't think it really matters. I think it does. <laughs> I don't think it does, man. For, not for wrestlers, but for I think for people outside of wrestling. What other reason would she not be in? Like, she is literally probably the, the fucking starting point the of the most synonymous wrestling. celebrity with right. WWE. That's crazy yeah, that's to like, me. There's no reason why she shouldn't be in unless she did something they didn't like. Or maybe she they did something she didn't like yeah. and doesn't want to be in. Who knows, man? I got from, oh, I'm going to butcher this name, Teja Schmeichra. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 1997 says, I truly believe Tully Blanchard deserves to be inducted separately into the Hall of Fame. And so does Arn Anderson. But I feel currently are both working with AW means isn't happening anytime soon. So this year is the perfect time to induct the dead man into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I could see Tully and uh, Arn going in solo instead of as part of. Um, I, I don't know about. Fort- I know Arn's like a fucking legend and all that, but I don't, maybe Tully more so than Arn. Because I feel like when you think of Arn, you always think of the the tag team or the horseman. Like at least Tully, while he was in the horseman, had those like TV title. What was it? The, U.S. national title, whatever the hell the Dude, anything in the 80s or prior, man, is... is Same. No, ain't gonna be there for me. Get your right. podcast, dude. Justin, what's going on, man? Haven't what's seen good, you bro? quite some time. Uh, currently, Justin, we're talking about uh, the, the, the pinned tweet on our show's page. And feel free in the chat if you want to contribute to this. We're just asking, who do we think should go into the Hall of Fame, WWE's Hall of Fame this year? Uh, it doesn't have to be a first-time inductee. It could be their second, third induction, you know? Just let us know. Um, Bama Dave, me and Bama went back and forth, and I'm going to get your opinion on this too. 
Um, So Bama says evolution stable, which, by the way, um, I've been saying this for a long time. When you induct evolution, that'll make Ric Flair a three-time Hall of Famer. Yeah, Um, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Same thing, and that'll also get – that'll get um, Triple H a a guaranteed three-time himself as well. As I said, that'll be three for him for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dynamite Kid, Jim Johnston. Yeah, Jim Johnston. Completely agree. Uh, Mickey James, Jazz, Vader. Oh, Vader comes up every year. Right. De- Demolition, Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, Mr. Kerwin White himself. Let's get him in there. <laughs> uh, Lex Luger and the Steiner Brothers. Um, Bama then goes. This is where me and Bama, and I've seen a couple other people, and I'd like to get some more insight and dialogue on this because this means I'm not throwing shade at nobody. But I've seen, this, I've seen this like uh, dialogue, uh, this narrative, that when you induct The Undertaker – that he should be the only one inducted that year. And I've never understood that. Like, why have a Hall of Fame ceremony right. for one person? Like, no one else. Like, how would that take away from his prestige or anything if he just has a class 100% dedicated to himself? That doesn't, And it doesn't add to anything. Like, And uh, we can – people can bitch about it, but he's not the – he's not even – I wouldn't even put him as a top five greatest performer. Like, maybe a top five gimmick. Like a top five overall wrestler, I wouldn't put it Undertaker there. Just because you like his interest music and his theme and shit doesn't mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Undertaker, like puts you on a pedestal stuff with wrestling fans. Like is I'm not on that bandwagon, so I'm I'm on your side on this. Hell no, he doesn't deserve his own like section. Like for what? Like there's there's plenty of wrestlers that are better than him. Yeah, and I don't mean it like that. Like I mean I get like I get you could call Undertaker the most synonymous WWE legend. The man gave like three decades. Like I get all of that, but I don't understand what extra it does if he's the only Hall of Fame entrant. And I and I've seen this from a lot of people. Well but Bam, the thing I, even with that statement, he's not the one most synonymous. Like to people like us in the know, but to the broader range of people, there's more people that come to mind first when they think of when the outside like marks like us think of WWE than fucking Undertaker. I can guarantee you right now, Stone Cold and The Rock come come to people's mind way before The Undertaker does. And most people, like, outside of wrestling, don't even know his fucking name. They just know the, the dead guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so I'm Bama, sorry, like, I don't think he deserves it. All right, all right. So Bama, Bama has his own take. Bama's is a little bit more unique. My apologies, Bama. I have seen the argument that... Now this is this is not Bama's argument. He's correcting right. us, and I get it now. Right. I get I get what Bama's saying. He corrected us. I'm gonna read his part in the chat. But I have seen the argument that when Undertaker is inducted, that he'll be the only one in the class of that year, and that's the one I don't understand. What Bama is saying is, um, to uh, he doesn't need to be inducted at the ceremony. Induct him at WrestleMania as part of the show. Like give him a part of WrestleMania away from the hall of fame show itself. Uh, I could see that just because no, you do, you do both. As I'm saying. You do both for that. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, that's how you separate him from the pack. Cause most doubtly, unless it's fucking undertaker or stone cold, he's going to be the biggest name in that class regardless. So you do everything like normal. And then you pay tribute to him at WrestleMania. That's how you set him apart. Like I, I agree with Bam on that, but just the extra part, like do everything the same, like, because and and to them, no one's bigger than the East. So like, I don't doubt. I don't think they'd ever do anything like that either. But if you do do everything the same, and then give him his own shit at WrestleMania, which that's what he's most synonymous with to me is 
just WrestleMania itself because exactly. of the streets. Yeah. So, it's, so if you do that, then yeah, I'm you a, know I'm they'd be spinning it. It wouldn't be a WrestleMania without the Undertaker. You know what right. I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that would that would tie perfectly into the show. I would I would even be down if they did like a like a theme. Like the whole theme is just the fucking Undertaker. Like all the <laughs> yeah. No, real talk. Like all the main events would be like. They're gonna. Oh uh, man, they're missing, missing out on it too this year because it's in Dallas. Right. Uh, this Married would have been the perfect match. time to pull the trigger. Casket match, all the matches that he fucking did, Hell in the Cell, fucking the Inferno match, like all those fucking matches on one WrestleMania. That's your tribute to the Undertaker right there. Who would you have inducted? I'd, it'd probably have to be Kane since Paul Bear is gone. You think Kane? Yeah. Yeah. My 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 gut my uh, my gut is Kane. Um, Bama says uh, Vince Vince McMahon, and I get that from. I say Vince or HBK. I, I'd say H, HBK or Kane. Oh, HBK. Yeah. That's the those two, like despite what we all want to think, like the modern era is those two. And they're the ones that were the leaders, more so Sean on TV and Undertaker back in the stage for our era of wrestling. So, and it could be yeah. a way for Shawn Michaels to like finally put the Undertaker down in a in a right. weird way. You know what I mean? And if you and if you watch any of those things, any of the documentaries with the Undertaker, like he always points out Sean too, like as much as he's a fucking pain in my ass. Like even though he starts out every statement when he's talking about Sean, like back in the day, he starts out with that, but he still puts him on that pedestal. Like he still knows that like backstage wise, their their careers are kind of handcuffed to each other. Cause he was, Sean was the problem child for Vince and Undertaker was the good child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true, man. Like, like to me, like I think that that would be like pretty, a pretty fucking dope thing. Like if you had your shitty little younger brother induct you, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. Go with the shitty little brother. Um, let's go on. Let's go on to some of the other names that popped up. Um, at Timmy, oh Jesus, come on, man. Why do you have to have so many numbers after your name? At Timmy three nine five three six one six eight. He says, if anyone deserves it while they're still on the roster, um, it's the Miz. I I, I kind of agree, or Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, or our truth, uh, and, or Rey Mysterio, um, and he says, "Did John Lay uh, John Layfield get a proper um, Hall of Fame ceremony?" I don't recall. Although I could see him going in a uh, second time as part of APA. Wait, did they go in as APA? I have no idea, man. I, my memory, I, I got they, such I a stupid brain. In, I think they went in as APA. Possibly. I could be wrong though. Now. Uh, Another friend of the show. I see him a lot. He's, he's a good old um, Scott. Uh, Gallagher Lad, 95. He's got some names. Uh, China, Jim Johnston, Demolition, Bam Bam Bigelow, Vader again, Victoria, Lex Luger. <coughs> Excuse me. Bam Bam for sure. Bam Bam. Um, oh, Bama says JBL went in solo last year. Oh, okay. okay. I, thought, uh, I knew he was in. I couldn't remember. And I, oh, because... Farouk inducted him. That's right. Yeah. So, my biggest name for me, if if I had to pick just one person, it'd be China. I've been saying it forever, man. China to me is the biggest female legend. Um, You know, winning um, the corporate rumble, uh, two-time I believe intercontinental champion. I think still to this day, I want to say the only woman to ever hold that title. yeah, I, I feel like her going in as part of DX was like 
WWE trying to give us what we want, but not really. The softening, which which I'm okay with, which lets me know because before she was completely stricken from yeah, everything, like this, even no her association, zero. But zero. them doing that gave me hope that eventually she will get in. Yeah, and then I also and her think, family. That was another thing too. I saw something not too long ago. Her family has actually been advocating for that. Mm-hmm. Like after the after the shit with the. I don't know who the dark side of the ring stuff or whatever. Like they've been like, no, she, she needs to be recognized for what she was to the business one chance. So that's, that's also a promising sign too. Cause a lot of families also want nothing to do with the E after they disassociate them. So yeah, the family saying like, no, we want this too. That's, that's also another little stepping stone to get to where, where, where she can get in. Yeah. And, um, I think it'd be fantastic. Not only go in as like that solo, but then make her the only female to be in, inducted twice. I think right. that would be a badass. Um, Jimmy Bebe, uh, he agrees. He says, one, two, three, all China. Um, Hillbilly Heel, uh, huge fan of the show, always interacting with us, always sharing. Always. Ivan Koloff, can't argue with that, man. Um, uh, Donald Gold KY, he says China. The Steiners, I completely agree with the Steiners. Perfect time to do it, too. And that's um, my thing, too. There's so much shit going on because they bought WCW like there's a lot of WCW guys that we got to start paying attention to too and starting to look at being in the WWE because it's all under one umbrella now so like the Steiner I think the Steiners would be like the perfect tipping off point to start getting some of those WCW guys in yeah man Bull uh Bull Nakano I think is her name I remember her yeah I agree uh, Supersonic said that she should go in um and then lastly uh, WB Morton 84. He's an Undertaker, Rock, Steiner Brothers, China, the Dangerous Alliance. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah. And if not uh, already in, Bobby the Brain Heenan. No, Bobby's in. I know that for a fact. Because um, Bobby had a hell of um, a hell of a, a speech, I remember. And then uh, Paul Heyman, too. Yeah, Paul Heyman, of course. Paul Heyman go in any year, honestly. So. It is not. Yeah, let us know uh, in the comments, if you're listening to this on YouTube, um, who would you induct into the WWE Hall of Fame this year? Uh, yeah, make sure to tell us, let us know. Um, okay, Yaren, there's that out of the way. Let's uh, let's get this clip of the week out of the way. All right, I sent this to you in the chat. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get any indie clips this week. Uh, so I just had this one sitting in um, like a folder on my phone. Uh, and let you know how weird Kyle is. Yeah, if if you want an insight into stuff that grabs my attention, I have no idea what this is. And actually, if there's anything positive that can come through this, is the viewers you watching this, maybe you can shed some context. <laughs> <laughs> so watch our promo of the week. Oh wait, that's that's the wrong button. Not promo of the week. Clip of the week. Clip of the oh, week. Here yeah. it is. Here it is. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, but if anyone trying to figure out the rowing, the the fact that there's an AEW banner behind them, like draws even more confusion. Ugh. Is is um, is is this where we found Maki Ito? 
You know, like I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm, I, yeah, I'm still at a loss for words. What exactly it was we watched. <laughs> so to our to our audio viewers, I guess we should just try to describe what we that just was. So it was two female Japanese wrestlers just on a mat in this small room. It's not it's not a wrestling ring. It, it it's like a large blow up mattress almost. It looks um, like the hard dungeon. Yeah, there you go. Uh, some referee guy just wearing like a blue tee. Uh, this girl escapes a submission, uh, ends up on the floor and kind of like a fish just squirms her way across the room <laughs> until she hits her head on some chairs. And then the clip ends. I got nothing more. Like that's, that's the clip, man. That's the clip. That's the clip. That's this week's clip of the week. <laughs> clip of the week. Yo, RN. Still okay. Let's, let's get to some more fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, we just had Winter is Coming. What would you think of the show, man? Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't what it was last year. Like, even though with the hour-long match, like, I thought last year's was better. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, solid C+, plus, B-. Minus. Um, you can't have, like, the best show of all time every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You eventually have to have, like – a above average show and just let that be good you know like but don't i kind of agree but if if this wasn't a special dynamite i would agree with that like if this if this was just like a just dynamite then yes i'd say b plus solid show keep it moving but the fact that this is one of their technical pay-per-views eh, and the finish of the match was fucking garbage are you I'm talking sorry. about um are you talking about Daniel Bryan and yeah. another 60 minute draw is fucking bullshit. That would be Kyle Tyson's match of the week, everybody. Match of the week. I love this match. I love this match too. Screw like that the was noise of that RN. Was, the draw was fine. That was my match of the week. This is my match of the week too. But the no, the draw was not. We've been waiting on this shit forever. All the build up and everything. Like and a loss is not gonna hurt Daniel Bryan. That sounds like something a line cutter would say, RN. Okay, that's what I'm getting at yes, here. Absolutely. A line, I am a only cutter, a line I'm cutter saying. would get upset with a draw. Tell me, listen, tell me how does a loss affect a heel Daniel Bryan? I really don't know. I was just it cool doesn't. <laughs> and it makes and it makes Hangman that stronger of a champ that he beat Daniel Bryan in, in, in a 60-minute match. Like I, and and not even that. They just did this shit a couple months ago with Daniel Bryan. So he's got two draws on his fucking record. Like fuck off. No, man. It, you know what it does is it 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 sets up for rematches, like justified rematches. Um in my opinion. I mean, and I think it took balls, man, to do it. Like I now I will say this. I mean, it's divisive, but I know I'm not alone. And people that were cool with the draw. I'm not calling it the greatest match that I've ever seen. I'm not even calling it match of the year. It's called stand behavior when you agree with every single fucking thing. Hey, not a stand. Hey, Slim, that's my girlfriend singing in the trunk. (laughs) Bro, stop. Like I said, it was was my match of the week, too. I mean, their chemistry and just the, like, everything about the match was so fucking flawless to me. Like for Daniel Bryan to be as old as he is and how far along he is, and for for Adam Hangman not to be not have had as many matches like this in his career, the way that he hung with Daniel Bryan, like and like I said, their fucking chemistry on the mic and in the ring is off the fucking charts. Like that that's why I also think that the draw didn't do the match justice for how dope of a fucking match it was. 
for it to end in a draw to me was like straight straight horse. The criticism I have isn't about it being a draw. The criticism I have is it doesn't make sense to the story that they were telling leading to the show. Right. Because the story they were telling leading to the show was Daniel Bryan was a mercenary taking out Hangman Page's friends one by one, the Dark Order. And yeah. Hangman Page came out with none of that vengeful fire. Hangman Nothing. Page came out and wrestled a match. Literally. Yeah. There was there was if if you never saw any of the matches prior that Daniel Bryan's had in the last couple weeks leading to this, you you would have the same the the the, the match would not tell any story to indicate that these guys that there was other things going on right. before this match. And, and Daniel Bryan's part, he did. He attacked the arm, like he attacked every a body part of every member of the black the dark order to fuck them up. He attacked Hangman's arm all year. And that was my thing too. He did that shit with the arm and everything, and Hangman had all those buckshot Larry's. Like he should have ended it with that. Overcoming his arm being taken out the entire match to finally hit his finisher and pin Daniel Bryan. Like that, it was they the match was so laid out and so mapped out perfectly for it to be dope. And then for them to do the 60 minute draw, like it's just like it's it's what AEW always does. They always over fucking think everything. They literally just overthought it. I like it's well, no, what you're saying is right. They did it so we could set up rematches so Daniel Bryan can yeah. say, you didn't beat me. But the match was so fucking dope and it was so good that you already have a rematch built in right there because who's not going to want to see it again? You know that's what I'm true. saying? Like, no, I mean, that is true. That's that is what I'm true. saying. They always overthink this shit. Like, like even in like going into the next part, I guess, with Tony Storm, we got these announcements. Tune in every, the next four weeks. Like, bro, relax. Tony Storm. <laughs> I mean, Tony Khan, whatever. Relax. <laughs> Just let this shit happen. Don't turn it to WWE where you're like, guess what? We're going to tell you something. Because then they do that a couple of weeks ago and they didn't even make an announcement. Yeah. So I think what you're leading into is actually good. A nice segue to another section. Another segment I wanted to talk about was the AEW speculated debuts. Right. Um, Tony Khan came out and said before winter is coming that he's got a lot of stuff up his sleeve, not only about the winter is coming show, um, but the next four weeks of shows um, and that you're specifically going to need to tune in to the upcoming shows. Right. And I mean, now granted, if playing devil's advocate here, the holidays are a very tough time for pro professional wrestling anyways. Right. So you're going to have to do a little extra. Like you can't just rest on your morals if, unless you're just ready to eat some L's in the rating. So I'll, I'll give him this. Like, I'll give him that. It's like, yeah, you do got to find, like, some type of way to hype up right. the next coming weeks due to the holidays. But... And normally they're they're really good at coding surprises. So, like, I know they're not going to, like, spit shit to bed like WWE always does. But my, yeah, my like, thing is, like, like this week, on, you know, debut. Just say, hey, keep stay tuned during the holidays. We're not taking any time off during the holidays. Uh, yeah, That's like it. WWE people, comes people, out. Oh, day one, by the way, return of Bray Wyatt. It's like exactly you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's that like would be WWE, man. At least I will give them credit for that. Like, they can keep. They can even though with the, the Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, they were kind of walking the line. The but worst like, kept secret, but they still didn't yes. spoil it. And they still didn't spoil. It. And that's yeah. I will give them all. They get an A plus in debuts and secrets and all of that. They do know how to do that at least right. But like I said, I I I, I find myself liking it more and more. But it's still just those glaring issues that I always have that still keep popping up. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, who do you think? Because I mean, the the obvious thing is is we're getting some debuts. We are getting some I debuts. I think it's gonna be uh, not Brody Lee, uh, Brody King. Brody King. Yeah, that's that's a guarantee. 
Um, and, uh, and that's the thing is so many guys from Ring of Honor that fit the bill for uh, this stable, whatever that Malachi Black is building. Like, So if you're wondering uh, who Brody King is, he's a wrestler from Ring of Honor and he's currently tag team champ. Um, co-tag team champion with uh, uh, Malachi Black. And during a Winter is Coming promo, Malachi Black uh, was uh, essentially inducting somebody into the House of Black. And his he was quoted saying, I can make you much more than a king. Um, right. That That's a dead giveaway. It, it's your tag team partner. For anybody who doesn't know, Brody King is literally just a giant tattooed version a, a bigger version bigger tattooed version of malachi he's a heavyweight malachi <laughs> black yeah i saw him dude i've never seen yeah. him wrestle but i'm i'm oh, stoked bro, i saw pictures bro, he the, the athleticism for him is being as big as he is go look up some of his some of his pwg matches yeah the, the, it's fucking insane like it's insane um another name too uh once again another promo that was done on uh winter is coming um uh, Adam Cole was saying he had a special gift for the Bucks next week. This is leading speculation. That's going to be a, the official debut of Kyle O'Reilly, and we might get like a turn. We might get the undisputed era reuniting and turning on the Bucks. That's kind of what I think is going to happen. Um, I know that'll make Bama happy. Get get uh, <laughs> get get uh, Adam Cole as far away from the elite as possible. Right. I and I'm the exact opposite of Bama, even though we both. Our, our love for Adam Cole is equally off the charts, but this is what made me love Adam Cole was him being with the Bucks and being at Mount Rushmore with Kevin Owens. Like that's how I fell in love with Adam Cole. So like, I'm here for the Bucks shit. Like I hope they don't break up, but I'm also not going to mind if they do because Red Dragon and Adam Cole versus the Bucks and whoever else or Kenny, when he comes back, those are going to be some fucking match. <laughs> um, Bama says, did we expect somebody new when the lights went off? Uh, with FTR and Tully. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. So it was a little underwhelming when it was just uh, Sting and Darby. Um, but once again, I mean, that's... You, you You can't just debut everyone all over again. All right. So it was a little weird. They shouldn't have done the light segment with that, to be honest. Sting and Darby could have just ran out and did their thing. And well, it they should have did, the did the snow thing again with Sting, bro. That shit was like... I hated yeah. that whole shit, but that snow entrance was thing. That shit was fire, like literally fire. I'm right there with you. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fantastic. Um, and it was set up perfectly to do it again. At winter, winter is coming. Like, like I don't know why they didn't do it again. You know what they should do is during the summer, like uh, uh, find a way. I don't know, like sand come out or something, and like Surfer Sting comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that either. Woo, Sting! I, Just I'll um, what, what's that? What's that? That old ass wipeout. Wipeout starts playing. <laughs> right. Good old fashioned Great American Bash Sting. The old, the complete opposite tone. <laughs> um, Gargano has uh, made it apparent on his Twitch stream that he will appear anywhere. He's telling the crowd. He's like just. Just chant Johnny Wrestling loud enough, and I'll hear you. Um, <laughs> trying to trying to cover the scent. I don't think any of that's happening. I think as soon as his baby's born and he's done with maternity, he's coming back. He's just gonna go to Raw, go back in the Royal Rumble. I I think so. Who knows, man? Who knows? And then um, Bray Wyatt is always speculated. At this point, I'm really cooling on Bray Wyatt, and rumor has it 
is WWE might want Bray back already. Yeah. Yeah. I which I mean, they wouldn't. They fucked up. Yeah, Bray and Bray and Braun would not surprise me out of all the release names. Right. If they were to come back to WWE. Yeah, that's that's who I think's coming AEW is Braun. You think so? Yeah, because they did the last Ring of Honor show, him, EC three, and a couple other guys. They were they were part of a faction called uh Control Your Narrative or whatever. I would ha- I, I hate to say it, man, but that shit goes straight to dark. I don't Man. think I don't think they'd get the time of day on the main stage. I just not, I no hate, not I them as a not this. them as a whole, not them as a whole. I'm just but saying, you just think Braun right. just himself, just Titan, right, right? Yeah, just the Titan. Okay. Okay. I mean, if any of them was going to go to main roster AEW, I would see it as Titan. But if that control your narrative statement all comes over, I think that's going to dark. Like I don't I don't see. Honestly, it. I think EC3 is ready for main roster. To no, me, I think he is too. I'm just saying the current landscape of right. AEW. Like, I just don't. You know, it's the I'm, only reason why. As I much as I love like, it, man, they're bloated as hell right now. Well, not even that too. Like, the only reason why I think that they might hot shot them is because that's what AEW is. The whole point of AEW is you left WWE to control your narrative and do better things at AEW because they let you be who you are. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe if they didn't bring the whole faction, which I don't think they should, because like half those guys don't even know who the fuck they were. And I watch Ring of Honor and all that shit all the time. But if EC3 and Braun showed up, like I, I'd be, I'd be in on that. Yeah, I'll tell you who's not showing up in AEW. That is Kevin Owens. Me, 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 me. Kevin Owens. Oh, it breaks my heart, man. It breaks my heart. I'm not I mad. Told you, I told you, he's too comfortable. The I'm money's not mad. too good. I mean, the moment, the moment the man said it's, it's what's best for my family. Yeah, you can't argue with it. No, I told y'all that's what it'd be. Like, his whole thing, like, the motherfucker's first thing out was prize fighting. Like, that wasn't a coincidence. (laughs) Like, his goal was to get to WWE and become a millionaire. And then on top of it, supposedly he has a no-cut rule, no-cut clause in his contract, too. You can't fire me. Fire me. You can't fire me. (laughs) If he has that, if he reportedly it's like two to three million a year plus the no-cut clause... I'm a, he's a fucking he's a he's a master he's a genius yeah man um so essentially what what was said i i wish i had the the source in front of me but he he recently was on um an like interview he had an interview i want to say and he was just cited saying that man you know he's been in wwe longer than he's ever been in any other promotion he's been in there for seven years um the they offered him i believe he's getting two to three million a year for the next yeah. four years that's, that's um, the report. reports are AEW couldn't match it uh and it's just easiest for him and his family and i'm like dude you can't you can't can't hate it now a selfish part of me is like man i'd love to see mount rushmore i'd love to see right. what kevin steen is capable of in 2022 you know, but at the same time, that's just the selfish fan in me. I, I truly am happy for Kevin Owens, and it doesn't make sense for anybody to be upset by this move. I do – a part of me did think that, you know, he had kind of like what was going on with John Moxley, where it's like he had, he had money in the bank. He didn't have to worry about money issues ever again. You know what I mean? And creatively, he wasn't being fulfilled, so he would want to go – elsewhere to be fulfilled creatively but See, that's and that, that just shows that we don't know these people like we well, that was the thing i had the exact opposite view like yeah. i didn't think it was like that at all i thought that he saw 
the landscape with all these guys that he thought were, were going to jump over him and make more money than him and get him pushed out. And they're all gone. That's true. They're all gone. That's true, Ben. <laughs> so, and then on top of it, you have a you have competition now where he can say, I don't have to fucking sign with y'all. Here's what they offer me. Mm-hmm. Can you beat me? Yeah. I, you put I, a dude called the prize fighter in a perfect position to get the top prize. I know, ne- like I said, I never thought he was leaving. I, I was probably about 60, 40, he would leave, maybe 70, 30, but like just everything that I've been hearing and what he liked, like his whole thing was he was tired of fucking being a broke indie wrestler trying to support a family. You ain't no broke indie wrestler, no fucking more. Hell no, man. Spuddy <laughs> <laughs> says watching your show is like watching NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys. You know what? That sounds like a good show to watch, so I'm not even mad at that. Analogy. I mean, it is a good show to watch. I mean, they were grilling each other. I wonder, I've seen a clip of them grilling each other. Bama says, if uh, if anyone deserves to headline Mania for this current crop of guys, it's Kevin Owens. Completely agree. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man, I think I think Kevin Owens could be put right back, uh, slap that Universal Championship on him. I still think out of, out of every Universal Champion, that we've had in its entirety since its inception, Kevin Owens is still top three, top three champs. Obviously he's the best to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, no one's reign really sticks out like Kevin Owens did. I know a lot of it was more so to do with Chris Jericho being a part of it, but his, I mean, just how he got the title and everything like to me so far, not the WWE or any of that, just strictly the blue belt, which it used to be the red belt to but it's not counting even Roman right now. Cause his reign's still going, but before Roman, Kevin Owens was by far the, the best universal champion we've had. Yeah. Spuddy asks, what are y'all thoughts on putting you over? Oh, he wants a soundbite. He wants a soundbite of us talking about their show. Um, I think putting you over is great, man. I think – I think, uh, Our I first think, real partners. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think uh, Kevin – oh, by the way, happy belated birthday to Kevin, uh, standing streamer of putting you over. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, he shares a birthday with Trish Stratus and Stone Cold. That's good company. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though. I will say, if there's any on-air host I disagree with and I would like to debate more, it is Miss Vanessa Wiper. <laughs> I would love to go one-on-one with Vanessa for 15 minutes while people feed us subjects, and I just tell her how wrong she is on all of them. Bama, get on that. Putting you over versus Smack Raw. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Straight I'm to base for you, now. Wiper. Coming for Straight you, Vanessa. Style. Let's do a, like, first take. Smack Raw versus putting you over. Somebody make that happen. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. That's where I stand with them. I love those guys over there. I really do. I tried to uh, they are, They're a big part of our our growth, for yeah. sure. Um, fuck, what were we talking about? Kevin Owens, that's right. Oh, yeah, Kevin <laughs> Hi, got a cameo for my son. Of course. Of course, it wouldn't be an episode of... Uh, 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 of of the rewind without DJ. Hey, hey <laughs> say hey everybody. Hi everybody. All right. <laughs> All right, go on, get out of here. You're bugging me. Your mic's too big. Blocked off his whole fucking head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now so they're my- just doing it on purpose. Yeah. All right. Uh, he said, "Oh, I ain't reading." So she's anti-vax. Automatically loses all credibility. I'm not even touching on that subject. No, we <laughs> we, we, don't we don't we don't deal with political stuff here at Smack Raw. We we are strictly here for wrestling. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So yeah, Kevin Owens, good for him. 
uh, sticking around WWE. Uh, I do hope I, it honestly does throw like a little bit of more intrigue into that day one triple threat. Um, yeah. Because I don't think okay, so the the cynical side of me is mm-hmm. saying, oh, they're gonna do you like Cesaro. We're gonna give you a really good push. Then you're gonna sign that contract, and then back of the line, right? But the optimist in me is saying there may have been something in that contract that said, hey, look, you might spend a little bit more time at the top of the card. You might go up a little bit higher on the card. I hope that's the case. I do have a question for you, RN, though. Do you, because WWE has trimmed so many people this year. They fired, I think, over 80 people. 81, I think. Yeah. Do you think if Kevin Owens walked, that would have been a legitimate blow to their roster? Like, fans... You know, because no, I don't think it would have been as far as fans go. No, I think it would have been as far as just their overall, like, death of their fucking roster. Because Kevin Owens can be whatever you need him to be, and that's what he does. Every time he switches shows, he switches into something new. Like he's never like, even though it's technically all the same character, it's still a different version of the character. Anytime he switches shows, like I think that I think that his versatility probably played a lot into them wanting to resign him too. Not so much saying that for his versatility, what he could do for them, but what he could do stopping him from going to AEW. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, I feel it's weird because it, I, I feel like WWE is getting, they are getting to the point now where they're running out of people to cut and it'd yeah. be like unnoticeable, you know, because for yeah. the most part, they've cut a bunch of, the majority of the people they've cut have not been featured on television, you know, frequently or often, you know, a couple big names like Braun Strowman, I think was one of the biggest names cut. Like you, you noticed when Braun was cut. Right. And I'm not, and you know, I don't mean this as a slide at, at anybody else, but I mean, the majority of people that have been cut, you know, just weren't featured in large roles. And the, the big people that did leave were the ones letting their contracts expire. Like Brian Danielson, you know, which right. honestly I'm, I'm still amazed. And I still, commend wwe to um not do the petty thing and embarrass the man on his way out you know they let him headline wrestlemania and then have that great match on smackdown with roman and to me that also opened up the door for him to come back after he gets his wrestling out of his system yeah i just i don't know i had a feeling in my heart that if like if kevin owens walked i really feel like that would have been a blow to the wwe community through the fans and stuff i really feel like kevin owens is like uh um Behind the scenes, I really think he's a source of morale for the locker yeah. room. You yeah, know, absolutely. and I and that's what I'm saying is I feel like if, if he had walked, I feel like that would have been legitimately felt across the whole WWE community. Um, I th- I think it would have been felt more so in the locker room, and I think that that would have been the catalyst for them to fucking change. That's why I, w- I wouldn't have been mad if he had left because I feel like he's so entangled with so many of the bigger guys in the back, like Finn and. Seth Rollins, these are all like legitimately Kofi and all them. Roman too, man. All, Roman, that's what I'm saying. They all look at him as their best friend. Like he's in everybody's fucking circle. And I felt like if you cut somebody like that, that's like kind of him and Kofi kind of and a couple other people kind of like your heart and soul of your locker room, not just the roster, the, the whole backstage. Yeah. And cutting somebody out like that, I think that that would have been like a catalyst for some of the bigger stars to be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, come on, bro. Like seriously. Yeah. 
Um, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this show up a little bit. Uh, I got a promo of the week. I'm not really going to touch on it too much. It's just a way to highlight SmackDown. My promo of the week is going to be, um, and it wasn't really just like a necessarily like promo on like the crowd. It, it was all the Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns stuff. Thought that was fantastic. Right. Um, Roman finally calling out Paul Heyman for his um, him hoeing around all these weeks, and uh, uh, you know. Paul saying that he wasn't uh, protecting Brock from Roman, but he was protecting Roman from Brock. Led him to getting fired, and uh, Brock Lesnar coming out, smashing everybody. Thought that was some fantastic stuff. I'm not into it, bro. I, I wasn't ready for them to break up yet. It, it, yeah, no, I, I, it's kind of like, but it's kind of like when the Shield broke up. We weren't ready then either, right? You know, I don't I think mean? we ever would be ready, but I mean, like, I felt like they could have got a longer. A longer run out of it, well, even though it's been like damn near a year and a half. So I, I just hope, and I don't think it will happen, but I just hope the obvious doesn't happen, and Paul Heyman doesn't go straight back to being Brock's mouthpiece. Like I'm, I'm digging this baby that. face Brock speaking for himself stuff. And I, I was gonna, that's what I was gonna say. Like Brock is terrible, and I think they see that, and they can't really get any real promo work out of him because he's terrible. And I think that that probably had a little bit to do with. Heyman coming back. Bama, Bama thinks that the 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 breakup wasn't real, and it'll be a swerve at day one. As I wouldn't a way be mad to help at that Roman either. retain. I could I could see that. I just don't see why. I just don't see because I don't think the storytelling. WWE's never really done the storytelling where like a heel allows another heel to hit him to to pull one over on the baby faces. Like the closest right. we ever got to that was. The Miz telling Maurice to slap him to get DQ'd, but you never see like a heel straight up like Superman punch his his mentor, possibly injuring him. You know, right. all to he try and swerve him a week later. That's the only reason why I don't buy it. Is I think that they got tired of Brock not being able to hold his own in those promos because Roman's gotten so much better, and then he had Heyman next to him to help too. I think that they saw it. we got to get we got to get Brock back where. You know, so you're not really into the Brock, uh, the lumber, the lumber Brock, huh? No, I mean I'm into it, but I it's, it's like there's no like he doesn't station a lot like him. Him and Sami Zayn was a perfect example of how terrible Brock is on the mic. Still, as great as he is at selling storytelling in the ring, everything. I don't know, man. I that found shit it kind was of so garbage. I no, I mean, that's, that's, but that's what I'm saying. You found it endearing because it was trash and he couldn't really, you could tell he was like oh, definitely man. fish out of water. Definitely. I'm like, I'm not saying, like I said, Sammy. I liked it because it was bad. I didn't know. I I, it was, I just thought I liked it. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love Viking rock, the hair and shit and everything. The fucking lumberjack shit. Like he literally looks like he can just snap, snatch a fucking, the udders off of a fucking cow and just drink <laughs> fucking milk out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fucking into all of that, but I I just know there's a reason why he he had Paul Heyman with him for so long. He is ass on the mic. <laughs> all right, man. I mean, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I just love that you were just like, well, that's why you like him. You found him endearing because it was bad. <laughs> it was just yes, like, absolutely. <laughs> oh shit, man. Let's um really quick while I'm pulling up Raw's preview. What'd you think of the needle mover uh, jab at CM Punk in Chicago? The T-shirt, fire. You liked fire. it, fire. Just um, because it's like it's a different side of Roman that we haven't really seen before. Like, you know who should hate like, it, right? You know what? who should hate it, but probably doesn't. It's Bama. It has terms like jobber on it. 
You know, that's, true. that's breaking <laughs> kayfabe, man. Bama, you're not allowed to like that shirt. It breaks kayfabe. I'm, I'm about to go order that shirt right now. I didn't. They always went there. I don't actually. I was just on there and it wasn't there yet. So the shirt's pretty Hope dope. I'm not now. gonna lie, it's pretty dope. But Bama, Bama by no means has any right to like that shirt because it <laughs> breaks kayfabe 100. percent 100 percent breaks kayfabe. <laughs> oh man. Uh, raw preview for December 20th, 2021. Here we go. Uh, presented by Wrestling Inc. Um, tonight's WWE Raw will take place from First Set Forum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, man. Oh, well, it's Raw, so Brock probably ain't going to be there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Brock's not from Wisconsin. He's from Minnesota. I'm so fucking yeah. stupid, man. And he lives in Canada. Yeah, and he lives in Canada. Um, this is the final Raw before the Christmas holiday. The final show uh, before WWE's Day One Go Home episode next week. Tonight's Raw will be headlined by the return of the Cutting Edge, uh, WWE Hall of Famer Edge. What do you think about Edge day breaking out uh, his old talk show? I mean, I, I wish I, I was kind. Of, I'm really into. I'm really into this feud, but like, it, it it doesn't feel like it's progressing. Like they're just saying and doing the same shit over and over again. Now they're just gonna do it on Cutting Edge instead of on Miz TV. Like, I like the. Them fight with uh, him fight with his wife part and all that, but like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just always feels like they're just re, redoing the same shit. Like WWE always gets it. And Maurice ain't really mad at Miz. There's no right. way that dude, her and Miz are inseparable. Right. I mean, like I said, you they always you got, you got Miz and Misses. How you gonna exactly? Yeah, you, <laughs> we literally, dude. Whenever Miz and Misses is in season, that's the only reason I stick around Raw at that point. Is just to get to the Miz and Misses. I, I, I am if there if I'm a stand of any show of any wrestling program, <laughs> it's Miz and Misses. Fucking I mean, love I, just, that I show. haven't watched the full Raw. I literally get to about ten fifteen, ten thirty, and I'm out. I watch the rest of them. Yeah, I'll get I'll get an hour, hour and a half in, and then I'll usually do something else. And uh, I, I have a DVR, so right. I'll fast forward. Um, Austin Theory versus Finn Balor. That's a good one. Hopefully, I hope we get a real fucking match. Yeah, hopefully we get a real match out of that. That would be nice. Um, Dewdrop versus Bianca Belair, because of course that's going to keep going. Um, uh, Take your fucking name, God! I hate Dewdrop. Yeah, we we talked about this. It makes yeah. no sense. Although None. rumor has it, um, they trademarked Piper Niven yeah. recently. So if any signs that we're getting that to go back, that's that's it right there. Uh, Bama says they're just stalling till Beth gets there. That makes sense. Um, Damian Priest taking on Dolph Ziggler for the U.S. title sh- uh, title match. Bobby Lashley and MVP address Lashley earning a spot in the title match at day one. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like a fatal four. Yeah, it's a four way. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Cutting edge with Maurice, and then uh, yeah, that's it. That was wrestling. Inc. Let's see. Does WWE WWE's website give us anything extra? For a raw preview. Uh, preview. The Almighty One is on a mission heading into WWE title match at day one. Uh, here we go. Preview. Bobby Lashley and MVP are set to address the Almighty's official involvement in the WWE Championship fatal four-way match at WWE day one. Plus Edge welcomes Maurice to the cutting edge. Bianca Belair and Dewdrop settle their score, and much more goes down tonight on Raw, 8-7 Central on USA. 
yeah. Not gonna lie, it's it's the raw before Christmas. Um, hey, if they don't have a fucking miracle on thirty fourth Street fight, uh, I'm done. I'm that'll be next gonna... week. Oh no, that should be this week. That should be yeah, this it should week. be this week because Christmas is Saturday. Oh, they'll do that on SmackDown. That's a SmackDown thing. Mm. Let them yeah, let. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna. Oh yeah, they're gonna show that clip of um Liv Morgan ambushing Becky, mm-hmm. and then and then possibly like the retaliation. Um, if anything, let Finn and and um. Austin Theory, go tonight. Let them go. You know they're not. That's that's just what I want. That's what I want too. Shit, those theory. I've been preaching about theory for two and a half years now. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show, everybody. See y'all next week. (laughs) Thank y'all for joining us, man. Let us know in the comments what you thought. Once again, Hall of Fame inductions. Let us know there. Um, if you had a chance to check out the, uh, the hall of fame video I did, let us know if you want to see some more, um, clips like that on the YouTube channel too, by the way, cause I had a lot of fun making it. It was a little bit of work, but it was a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, officially, unless things go South Sundays should be a lock going forward. Yeah. I had to talk with my wife. Sundays yes. should be a lock going forward for the rewind. Um, Hopefully it sticks because I feel like that's something I've been saying for uh, months now. <laughs> it, it doesn't bother me either way. I'm good to go regardless. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know. But you guys you guys are awesome. Thank you again for uh, joining the show. And like always, man, uh, y'all have a good one. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs>